your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome to Autism One, a conversation of hope with host and mother of a recovering child with autism, Betsy Hicks. All comments, views, and opinions expressed are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. In the next hour, Betsy and her guest illuminate how right now there is more reason than ever for individuals with autism spectrum disorders and their families to have the best hope for the brightest future. Through education and conversation, there is hope. Here's your host, Betsy Hicks. Welcome, everyone. What if someone told you that in one year you or your child would no longer have autism? What if that healing came from an approach completely opposite of the view that your general doctor has? And what if you actually talked to or read about thousands who have healed themselves under one man's care? Would you be intrigued, skeptical, excited, or a little bit of each of those feelings? Now here's the big surprise. What if this healing for your child were free? Today's guest is Stephen Lewis, co-author of the book Sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness and co-founder of the AIM program of EMC Squared. We'll talk more about his program in a bit, but first, let's explore understanding his methods for healing. Let me prepare you for the ride down the rabbit hole today. This show will undoubtedly take you to places that you really never dreamed possible in medicine, and, and I know that my Long-time listeners know that I've taken you to many places, places that you have not dreamed possible, so today's uh, show is no exception and to the extreme. Stephen, it is an honor to have you on my show today. And it's a pleasure to be on your show and uh, look forward to it. As we previously discussed, you, you know that my husband you know, practices energy medicine, and although I don't claim in the slightest to be an expert, I do understand some of the basic principles, but for the benefit of the listeners, we're going to really start at the beginning of this knowledge. And where I'd like to start, because is, this, is, this is so basic and so important to understand, is helping everyone understand that everything is energy and everything has a frequency. You have a great way of explaining that to everyone. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, first of all, it's the understanding of energy medicine is just to understand the fundamentals, the basic principles of life. It's it isn't new. It's as new as as mankind, uh, and that's what your husband deals with. It's what I deal with. Now, yeah, everything's energy, Betsy. But to say everything is energy doesn't tell you much because all I can tell you about energy is it is that's the end of it there ain't nothing else to say I mean it has no properties it has no taste it has no smell it has no size it has no dimension it has no time so but we live in a a manifest real world and very simply what is this real world made of if energy doesn't have any properties because we sure do It is energy shaped by consciousness. That's the good news and the bad news. Because very simply, it means everything about you has been created by your consciousness, for better and for worse. And that's the good news, because if there's something about you you don't want, be it depression, be it autism, be it cancer, you are empowered to create a different reality with your consciousness and when you do so 
what you call the physical world will follow right along very, very quickly. DNA is the last thing, and it's just tagging along. <laughs> Consciousness is what creates life. And that's basically the fundamental message, and only you can create your life. Only you can heal yourself. Only you can diminish yourself. Uh, but you do the work. There are people who can help you, and it's in healing yourself. And it's just that help that, that we're talking about today. So if we can, if we do, in fact, um, help to heal, if we can work to heal ourselves, we obviously are creating our own illnesses. Where are these illnesses coming from? Are we, are we you were talking about conscious healing. Um, are we consciously um, creating these illnesses every day? Well, I think the fundamental creativity of these illnesses is really what we bring with us, which you can call hereditary imbalances, or you can call them, um, I use the word imbalance because things exist in consciousness first, once again. Mm -hmm. um, you, you can call them hereditary, or you can call them karmic, whatever you choose, but they define what you are here to overcome, and they define where you're weak. I mean, we, we live in a world, you know, I know, I was brought up to be totally disempowered. If something's wrong, go to the guy who can fix it. If you can't fix it, you're, you're in trouble. The idea of healing myself was never even discussed with my parents. Fortunately, I had a bunch of old men I knew who were such students to Kabbalah, mm. and they talked about it. Okay. They influenced me. That's so, okay. yeah, it's, you, you can heal anything. People are there to help you. There's technology to help you, but you have to heal yourself. Are there different modalities to be able to heal yourself with, or it, it, you know how how fine tuned in what what it is we heal ourselves with does it have to be? And and I and I really am excited to talk about your program today. But um, as we have Reiki practitioners and quantum touch practitioners listening, and all different types of vibrational remedy makers and stuff, is is it possible to do that in many different modalities, or is there truly, do you believe, only one way to do it? Well, there is only one way, and that is with your consciousness. There are different modalities to help you with your consciousness. Okay. I mean, for example, a modality that can help you with that is homeopathy. Now, your husband's physician. Yes. You've, but nonetheless, you've, we've all seen these guys on television saying, I'm sorry to tell you this, but I've looked at this homeopathic remedy, and it's nothing but alcohol and water. <laughs> and uh, you know what? And they're right. There's nothing in it they can find. You know why that is? Because if you take anything above Avogadro's number, it doesn't have a molecule left in it. Nothing. But you know what it has in, you know what's in that remedy? Yes. Memory. Yes. And so you're taking a dose of memory. That's why homeopathy is an art form. If you need this particular remedy and the homeopath is accurate, you'll say, okay, take this every hour. Now, every hour, because we have such short attention spans. So we take a, a dose of memory, and that is, remember to heal this within you. And we remember, then after about 45 minutes, you start forgetting. Okay, take another dose. Oh, I remember. And like that, you are, you are taking memory to enable you and help you to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, the program that, that, that I 
have basically created or have revealed to me is one in which you are compelled, you are forced to select every balancing frequency for every imbalance you have 24-7 for a minimum of one year. And in that time, you will heal everything that you've acquired, everything that's hereditary, everything you will select as long as it, it's in my database. And that's why I keep rechecking and saying, this person has something not in the database? Because if it's not there, we can't remind you. We can't select what is not there. If that we, makes any sense to you. It does. And, and, and I, I, I want to talk more about this hereditary imbalances because I think this is very important, especially in what it's bringing forward to this world of autism. But I, I need to ask, going back to creating the illness, I, I really understand the part of how tuberculosis gets passed on, how um, cancers get passed on, but what about the, the imbalances that we create through our emotions? What about the person who is so fearful of getting a disease that they literally create it in their body? There really is no difference, Betsy. Okay. It's just that what do you choose to focus on? It's just another variation of how far down the rabbit hole. Right. Where do you choose to put your focus, put your consciousness, your energy. And it, it's that simple. Look, again, we speak about catching this or that, etc. You know, every MD can tell you that it's reality of um, 50 people kiss the hostess, Merry Christmas, under the mistletoe. 49 are fine. The 50th one gets this kind of little itching in his lip. Uh, herpes. That's a testimonial, a testament the fact that this 50th person had a weakness in his lip which made him vulnerable and that weakness is almost always hereditary okay and so you acquire things where you are not able to resist them I okay that's the entire point I understand that you see that now yes hereditarily that's a little bit more metaphysical I would say but I can answer it in essentially just a little quick little Michael Beckwith story when Early on in our relationship, and he's one of my closest friends, we talk basically every day. Um, early on, I was doing an, an evaluation for all the little Beckwiths, and there's a lot of little Beckwiths. <laughs> and there really are. And one of the first children, a little six-year-old boy, I said, Michael, this, this child has the frequency of both hereditary and active cancer. He said, where do you get that? I looked to see from which parent. He said, Steve, don't be so linear. I know my family, but why did he? He said, something you'll never understand mathematically. I respect your ability. It doesn't matter. My nephew, he chose his parents, and he chose each thing he inherited because he has to deal with something. What did he have to deal with that made him choose that cancer? Okay. So I said, what is the etiology? What is the cause, causal factors in this hereditary cancer frequency? And it was unresolved low consciousness, almost unconscious, previously existent bitterness. That's the answer to your question about emotion and disease. It's, in other words, this is hereditary. And for how many generations? It doesn't matter. Because when there's something within you, you can't face, and you certainly don't want anyone else to see it in you. You try and hide it from them. Then you go one step further. You try and hide it from you. At that point, you have made it unconscious, but it ain't gone. And so what does it do? It manifests in a physical realm. 
The reality is the bitterness and the cancer are the same, as is MS and egotism and on and on and on. And you come here, we come here to resolve these things. And we can resolve anything. Anything can be healed. Now, many things can't be treated successfully or cured, but healing is a different set of rules. Anything can be healed, and there are people who can help you. I mean, you speak of Reiki or this or that or homeopathy. Um, there are many things that can help you. I think that the modality I'm talking about is incredibly powerful because you never take a break. Mm-hmm. Although you at some point will say, I wish I could take a break. <laughs> right, right. But you'll never heal yourself more rapidly than you choose. Well, speaking of taking a break, we we have to take a break, though, actually, right now. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. When we get back with Stephen Lewis, let's talk more about autism and the frequencies related to that. We'll be right back with Stephen Lewis. Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. ReadySorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical-free, and there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine gold program. Ask your doctor about Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. 
If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We are back with Stephen Lewis, who is the author of Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, and the wonderful founder of the AIM program, <clears throat> EMC Squared. We're going to be talking about that shortly. Um, I want to talk now about autism specifically because you have a wonderful devotion to autism of which I, is why I feel so honored to have you on this show. Um, but let me first ask you the question of autism is caused by so many different factors. What are the leading frequencies that you're pretty much finding with autism and does that kind of lead you to your whole start in autism? No, no, it actually it wasn't even in my consciousness, Betsy. Okay. Uh, it started when there are people who I feel have contributed a great deal to our spirituality. Some of them have pulpits, some don't. One of them who doesn't is Wayne Dyer. He's a good friend of mine. And these people have the right to say, look, I met someone who needs this very, very, very badly, and yet they can't possibly afford it, so I'm going to give them a scholarship. And that's fine. They have that right. And it's because we're all in this together. And so Wayne called me one day, said, I met this little girl. She's a beautiful child. She's autistic. Can you look, Steve, and see if you can figure out what the components are for autism? What makes this happen? And is it addressable? So I did, and I found a couple of imbalances were hereditary in her and that were not in the database. They were unknown. But I named them after her and put them on the AIM program and forgot about it. In the course of my evaluation, I found these, as I said, these hereditary imbalances. I also found external things, environmental. Heavy metals were involved, for example, mercury, aluminum, and on and on. So it's a syndrome with, with multiple causes. I ended up with about 10 or 12 different markers, and just about nobody has all 10 or 12. It doesn't matter. They're all addressable. So I put her on. I forgot about it. It still wasn't in my consciousness. Until about six months later, I got a call. From, we got a call from her parents saying, you know, our daughter's no longer autistic. Her, her physicians say she's not. Her behavior is not. Her acceleration in school, this, that, she's not autistic. I said, great. You know, it's, it's, it's a blessing for me to be able to hear this. I didn't know I had hundreds of kids who were autistic on the AIM program. Really? And calls began coming in and coming in and coming in, all saying the same thing. Well, it culminated when I was speaking in Melbourne. I was up there speaking, answering questions. And a little girl walked up to me and said, my question is, can I thank you? I said, anybody can thank me. But thank, you for, thank me for what? She said, well, I couldn't have thanked you last year. I was autistic. Now I'm not. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, I couldn't speak. I ruined my talk because I was just so choked up. And Eileen was just sobbing out loud. She was no control whatsoever. And uh, I said, that's it. If, if I'm capable of helping this way, then anyone in whom we can find a frequency of autism can be in the AIM program at, at no cost. Just, you know, I'm given a gift. I'm the, I'm the custodian of a miracle. I'm not the miracle. I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm the custodian of a real miracle. And as such, I'm here to give things back. That's what, what it's all about. And so we did that. And then 
Down syndrome followed suit. And I was skeptical about Down syndrome because I said, no, it's so structural, you can look and see it. Right. And then the letters started coming in. Well, if you looked and saw my son six or eight months ago and looked and saw him now, it'd be a different look because his skeleton has changed, the shape of his head has changed, and on and on. So that's it. Add that to it. <laughs> I, I will know where we stand with cerebral palsy in, I think, about six to eight weeks. So fantastic. So we need again, to talk about... We need these to are things that people heal themselves. I certainly can't heal anyone but me. But we can help. There's always help. You so raise me, consciousness. You are a healer. We need to talk about the program because I want people... You're, you're talking about how they go into the program and this is now, now it's time that we let them understand what it is your program okay. involves and how they become involved in it. Sure. Well, you know, may I say there's a toll-free number? Okay, yes, please. And that's 877-500-3622, which is EMCC. Okay. And there's also our our website, um, and that is energeticmatrix.com. E-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-M-A-T-R-I-X.com. Exactly. Um, okay, so now let's talk about the program because it's so exciting to me and it's so simple and it's, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, what's one of the neatest things about Stephen because as a parent of a child, you know, I, you don't know that much about me but my, my, hus- my current husband is my second husband so I, I was seeking the world looking for cures for my son um, prior to meeting him and I think if I had to fill out one more 10-page form, I was going to scream um, and I was so excited <laughs> when I got your form, and I didn't have to list when he took his first steps and when he first, you know, cooed. Um, it's not about that, because you don't need to know the history, really. No, I don't, uh, and because if he has any imbalance he has, if it's in the database, we will compel him to focus on it, and he will focus and focus till he doesn't have to focus because it's gone. Consciousness creates the material world. That's true in the world of quantum mechanics and quantum physics. It's true in the world of spirituality. And our, uh, our program is basically a holographic program. And that means this. Anything unique to you contains your entire hologram, all of you, energetically. And it doesn't matter where this unique thing, a lock of your hair, a drop of blood is, and where you are. You are connected. That is the hologram. Actually, we're connected to everything and everyone in the universe, but most of us don't have the consciousness to perceive it. But that's a different story entirely. Your hologram's connected to you. Now, I don't use hair or blood because I'm not good enough to look at one drop of blood and say that's very different from another. They are, but I can't visually take a look and see it. But I use photographs, which are just as good. No worse, no better. I can look at a photograph and say, yeah, that's Betsy, and there's Steve. He's got this kind of crew cut, and she doesn't, and on and on. And so that's what we use. And the other part of the equation is we have frequencies that compel you to select whatever you need to address, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It doesn't matter what. And Whoever else is on these trays, it's a series of metal trays connected to a huge bank of computers, they will select what they need specifically. 
irrespective of what you need. And we each select what we need and ignore the rest. That's critically important, Betsy, because it's about half a million frequencies. Nobody can deal with half a million frequencies. Nobody. But of those half a million, perhaps 15, 20, 30 pertain to you or to your child. You will select what you need and ignore the rest. And that's the other side of this holographic program. But the hologram is, it, it, that's in the language of physics. It's the oldest concept in, in the universe. I mean, when Buddha spoke about being in the oneness, that's a holographic statement. And it didn't start with Buddha. It's, it, there is no beginning. It's, it's fundamental knowledge. Just as when, when, when Jesus Christ said, what you do to the least of mine, you do to me. It wasn't news, really. It's just that these people are capable of perceiving that they are connected to and interacting with everyone and everything in the universe, that oneness. And that's the path we must follow. That's the path to consciousness. All right. Here is my really out there question. And um, this, is just, this was the dying question I had after reading the wonderful book. And it's kind of related more towards kind of maybe I guess our spiritual frequencies is possibly a way to put it. But children with autism frequently, they're just living in this really beautiful world where people are equal, there's no peer pressure, and there's no hate. Are we being presumptuous that we should be helping them leave this vibration? I mean, I, I want my son to be in my world. And am I being presumptuous and, and wrong to take Say, I don't want you in your world anymore. I want you in my world. I think presumptuous is not the word. I okay. think you just feel so responsible in some way or other that you, that you second-guess yourself all the time. What you want for your child is to have your child to have the highest possible consciousness so that he can have the highest possible well-being. Yes. And... I'm not denying there are people in the world who are unconscious and who are against consciousness. But the point is, you want your child to have the options. And I think there is no choice, really. Wow. Yeah, I, I often think... My, my son physically doesn't really hold anything of autism anymore. Um, if you look at him on a lab level or any type of a test, you'd say this is probably one of the healthiest kids you've ever seen. You know, we've cleared his medals and all those other pieces. But he's still holding on to a part of the autism. And for whatever reason that is, if it's karmic, um, if it's whatever it might be, and it's and it's just, it's like almost trying to convince him that, um, he, so it's safe to cross over. Is seems to be my struggle with him. Well, remember something. He can heal himself. You cannot yeah. heal him. That's the part I have a hard time with. It's like that darn lack of control that I have. Well, yeah, yeah. We all have control issues, Betsy. But, you know, you can't heal anyone but Betsy. Right. I he know. can heal himself. Now, I mean, you can speak about the heavy metals and all that. Well, you know what? In my generation... Everybody had heavy metals because silver amalgam is half mercury. Exactly. And on and on. However, to have this autism, there's a confluence of hereditary things 
that have to be there. That's the raw material. And it must be there or someone will not be autistic. If this doesn't speak for mercury or aluminum, but nonetheless, I hear music, is that right? Yeah, we do have to break. <laughs> this time I heard it. Okay, okay, good. We, we're we're going to take a quick break. We'll get back. we got to talk more about this because sure. we'll be right back with Stephen Lewis. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Readyzorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying normally. Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free, and there's no sodium benzoate in Redisorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the fine gold program. Ask your doctor about Redisorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. Living Your Power with host and intuitive counselor Diane Brandon breaks down the old traditions of taking what life gives you. Living Your Power teaches you how to have a life of success, happiness, and fulfillment. How to live your power, feeling vibrant and confident. Tune in Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern to Living Your Power on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. We are back with wonderful Stephen Lewis and talking about um, EMC squared and uh, the AIM pro- the AIM energetic balancing program. I want to once again give everybody the website for this. It is energeticmatrix.com. And Stephen, what's the phone number? 
And that's 877-500-3622. Okay. Let's talk again about, we're talking about in my desire to raise my son into a, um, more into my world, which is a, a higher level of consciousness. I don't know what his level of consciousness is, but is it okay for me to facilitate in wanting to raise his, in wanting to raise his? And you said something to me that was very profound, and it really kind of answered everything in like a sentence. Yeah, Betsy, the, the, the rules are the same for all of us. Would you seek to diminish your consciousness, or do you seek to raise it, to elevate your consciousness? Always to raise it. Always to elevate it, and the same is true for your son and for everyone listening. And that is exactly what it is about. Now, these negative factors you speak of, you know, it kind of reminds me of chaos theory, mm-hmm. because certainly there are low consciousnesses and, and manifestations of a low consciousness in the world, but I think the acceleration of that, my personal opinion is, that is to force us to take a stand on one side of the line or the other, because this is a fundamental revolution within evolution, and as such, we are, and the change is revolutionary, it is, we are going to have to select to recognize our empowerment, to recognize our empowerment, to be responsible for our empowerment, and above all, since it's Thanksgiving, to have profound gratitude for our empowerment. Oh yes. Okay, so this brings this is a good segue to my another really big question I have, and that's our responsive our responsibility of our own health. Now, I, I was reading the book. And it's a wonderful book. And for anybody, it's a very easy read. It's not, you know, so complex and so the words aren't tremendously huge. You can understand it at whatever level you you have of medicine. And um, whenever I hear of somebody, this is this is my own problem, but whenever I hear of somebody who like was sick and then quickly did one little thing and all of a sudden was healed. I kind of have this tinge of jealousy, and my jealousy factors from I eat, you know, I eat nothing but organic. I work, I work so hard to keep my family, you know, in proper diet. We take supplements that are in tune with our body. We work so hard to find the best things. Um, I, I don't eat white sugar. All, I don't eat gluten. All these things that I work so hard for, and it's like, is it really just as simple as doing? One one program, and I could really don't. I don't have to be living this lifestyle that I'm living. Uh, no, I absolutely incorrect, Betsy. Good. Part of responsibility <laughs> is you're responsible for your well-being. Yes. I mean that is part of empowerment. Doesn't exist without responsability. I mean they're inseparable. So, but, but if now, you can't just be on the program and go out and drink a fifth of booze every hour. Right. Right. I mean, it's that simple. But, but but where is that line? I mean, that's probably the part that I feel like. Well, how strict do I need to be on the diet? How where is that line for you? Is the question? Yeah. Now See, that's that's exactly right. Right, and you know what? Ask yourself. For example, <laughs> it is rare for me to have dinner without having a glass or so of wine. Right. And I have no compunctions about that. I don't feel any remorse or guilt. I do it now. If I'm, if I again, if I sit down instead and have a fifth of booze, right, that would be different. Right. But I, I have drawn a line in regard to that, etc. 
I, you know, I, I feel responsible to, ex I'm 70 years old, I'm, you know, basically, I, I've been blessed in so many ways, but I am responsible, and so I can't just be in the program and never exercise or work out. Sure. I have to do that. On the other hand, I don't feel I, I'm compelled to run marathons, and, and on and on. You, but you know, you know the answer to this within yourself. And if you take that line again, if you go over the line and you feel like hell, we go, well, you know what? That's what over the line means for me. Got it. Can your program help lead people to something that can help them? Okay, here, here's an example. Um, say somebody is. I'm just going to say, do the, um, the example of diet because I know a lot about diet, and that's that's what I do, Stephen. Is I, I speak out about diet a lot. So, so say for example, you're trying to you're working with somebody, and they're and they're healing themselves, and they're getting through it. It can can through the intention process and and raising the consciousness, will that inevitably lead them to someone who then can help them understand diet more? Absolutely so. Okay. It'll lead you to where you have to go. Okay, that's that's, and it, good. that's the point. If you don't have to understand more about diet, you're already there. But you know, it's like there's a, a very well-known speaker, and um, after the movie The Secret was made, my friend Michael said to him, "You got to go see Steve Lewis yesterday." So this guy came in, and he's you know pretty well. I knew who he was, and. When I showed him what Im imbalances I found in him, he said, so all this work I've done, has it been pointless? I said, not at all. But on your path, you've skipped some steps. I'm here to help you fill them in. And I've skipped steps. You're here to help me. And Michael Beckwith is there to be helped and to help. And we're, we're not meant to imitate each other. We're meant to be synergistic. That's the entire point. And so... No, I don't need to imitate. I need to find the answers for me. I need to find the steps I've skipped and retrace them. That's recapitulation. That's the only real progress. Okay, okay. This is, this is it's all kind of coming to, together to me right now, and, and I'm really liking what I'm hearing because it really, I think that some people may have this kind of attitude of it that, it's this magical thing that just happens. And it is much more than just this one snap of a finger magical thing. It's about kind of creating who it is that you need to be within your own consciousness. Right. And your body, as I said, will follow suit. Your soul will follow suit. Your emotions will follow suit. Consciousness creates the world. Yes. It yes. shapes it in, and gives it dimension. It gives it properties for better and for worse okay. so keep an open mind so if, if if we're working with our kids and I don't see how almost you could work on your child if you're not working on yourself at the same time because if you're trying to, to raise their consciousness wouldn't you want to be doing your own I don't think you can separate that those two things either because in trying to help your child achieve a higher consciousness, you are paying homage to an elevation of consciousness, and you are not immune to that. None of us are. So, again, it's, it's synergistic. They come together. Yes. Yes. 
Now, with our kids, and if they're coming through and they're here to teach us lessons and they're here to kind of expand, because you think about, especially, I, I don't know how much you've heard, Stephen, about the whole vaccine controversy and that it's a big deal with autism and, and all of that. These, these kids are certainly coming forward with their purpose. They're coming forward with the purpose that they're trying to also wake people up to the impurities in our food, the impurities in our medical system, and all those other pieces too. And they serve, they, they really do serve their role. So at what point, I guess, I guess it's when we raise our own consciousness, are we able to be able to, it's, I, I know I'm probably getting too complex here for my own self, but we're, we're, we're kind of, having to bring this together as almost this whole autism society is having to say, yes, let's take this lesson, yes, let's raise awareness, and then yes, let's as a society almost consciously work to heal our kids. And that's where you, you really come into this. Well, yeah, you know, let me remind you, Oscar Wilde once said, simplicity is the last refuge of the truly complex. So bearing that in mind, you know, it still comes down to you know the theory, chaos theory in physics, right? Yes. Which says, basically, there ain't no chaos. All is in order. Yes. Now, that's all well and good, but for, to perceive that order, you've got to be enlightened or an ascendant master. Anything outside of what you can perceive looks pretty disordered and chaotic and crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the world. I think that, getting back to your question, yes, I think this crisis with autism and diabetes and cancer and everything else is there to force us to recognize this condensate to recognize that we are being told the old paradigm doesn't work we must take a stand and that stand is on the side of consciousness and that's the entire point you know what is the point there's this little boy Nicholas who has cerebral palsy he's an indigo child you may know him and He's on the AIM program, and it was his cerebral palsy that galvanized me, got me to focus on, I've got to find a frequency that relates to this particular condition. And I believe I found it about a week ago. I'll know more about it, as I said, in six, seven, eight weeks. And he's serving humanity, and we are honored by that service, and it compels us to elevate our consciousness. I mean, you know, this works not just in these, these glorified instances. It works in, in everyday life. I know when I go to a gym and I'm working out, <clears throat> excuse me, and if I reach a point where I just can't go any further, I look around to see who looks even more pathetic than I do. <laughs> and I'll find somebody really looking like they, you know, they're about to take their last step. And I focus on, my God, that's fantastic. You know, let me help you do this because... It's amazing that you're just, you're prevailing. And you know what? I forget that I'm too tired to move, and I'm there with them. And after a while, in Gold's Gym, we got to you all, the geriatrics were sitting looking at me and saying, you with me? And we were laughing. I love it. You are fantastic and wonderful, Stephen Lewis. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with him in just a moment.
Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. ReadyZorb Glutathione is proud to support the Betsy Hicks radio program. Glutathione is essential for human health. It protects cells from oxidative stress and supports the body's removal of toxins. It enhances immune function. Glutathione is one of the body's ways of detoxifying itself. It protects our DNA. Glutathione is one of the most effective free radical scavengers. Autistic children are predisposed to low glutathione, which prevents them from detoxifying. Normally. ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione is an oral dietary supplement that was formulated by a physician for his own patients. Each teaspoon contains over 400 milligrams of glutathione. The ingredients are pure and chemical free. And there's no sodium benzoate in ReadySorb Glutathione. It's approved for use on the Fine Gold program. Ask your doctor about ReadySorb Liposomal Glutathione and read more about us at www.redisorb.com. That's R-E-A-D-I-S-O-R-B dot com. More and more parents of children affected by autism are discovering enzyme therapy as an important part of their treatment program. Digestive enzymes help to break down the foods which may enhance nutrient absorption. Used therapeutically, enzymes can also support the immune system to break down pathogens such as viruses, fungal forms, and bacteria. Enzyme Medica formulates the highest quality of enzyme supplements to address a wide variety of issues. Lacto, a broad-spectrum digestive enzyme focusing on the complete digestion of milk proteins. Gluten Ease, high in DPP-4 activity, known for its ability to help break down gluten. And Virus Stop, an enzyme formulated to assist in the body eliminating pathogens. Enzyme Medica provides the purest enzyme products, free of fillers, anything artificial, and of all common allergens. We are dedicated to education and helping you find the best products for your children. Learn more today at www.enzymemedica.com. Let's face it, hormones happen. Whether you're a male or female, hormones have an impact on your overall well-being. Dr. Hart brings to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel timely topics that answer your lifelong questions about hormones in men, women, and teens. Tune in to Optimal Wellness every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Optimal Wellness. Live life well. Live life long. Live life to the fullest. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5792. Now back to the program. Here's Betsy. You're back with Stephen Lewis talking about sanctuary, um, which is his book that he co-wrote, The Path to Consciousness, um, with Evan Slauson. He co-wrote this book. It's a fantastic book, and we're talking about the AIM program, um, and we're going to give all that information out again. But I have to note, you know, sometimes I forget the show um, is called A Conversation of Hope, and I have to say, Stephen, that I think sometimes as parents, we are promised so many things by so many different um, practitioners and people who want to sell us things and um, we lose that hope. We, we get hurt enough time and we lose that hope and someone says, well, listen, I've got something that's really going to help and it's not going to cost a second mortgage on your home. Um, there's a lot of skepticism with it that I think 
it's just a message that we have to give out today is 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 everything is everything curable? Can any can anything be cured? No, many things in the world cannot be cured. But everything and anything can be healed. Perfect. There's a vast difference. Please let people understand that difference. Well, the difference is basically healing is a spiritual endeavor. And healing and spirituality and consciousness are inseparable. It's just another one of those trinities. And you must heal yourself. And there are countless things, countless people available out there to help you in that process of healing yourself. Diagnosing, treating, curing are good things. But it's an attempt not to heal. It's an attempt to kill something offensive. Whether you kill it by taking medicine or poison or, or fire or whatever it is or, you know, search. if it's good, it's good. That's fine. But it's totally different than healing. The healing has no limitations because consciousness has no limitation. There are none. And, you know, every physician worth his salt will tell you nothing's more important in his success with his patient than that patient's capacity to heal himself. And, you know, you take any medical journal, New England Journal of Medicine, anything, you can see countless articles about the totally inexplicable spontaneous remission or, or more. Healing has been with us since we've been with us. It's eternal. And there are no limitations to healing. There are many limitations within the science of treating and curing. Well, I like what you talk about in your book because it's something that I believe so strongly is that the body wants to heal itself. The body doesn't want heavy metals in it or poisons in it, and it will work very hard to get it out because my philosophy in healing has always been, you know, let's not, put, let's not damage one system to help another. Let's not put in chemicals that hurt one but, but, you know, but help one area but hurt another because it, all you really need to do is support what it is you have. Well, I think that it's important to remember we ultimately must answer to ourselves for our actions. And it's that simple. We must do so. And that is just the basis of what you're saying. And as far as whether you choose, you address skepticism and this and that, you know, once something, when something resonates within you as this feels right, that's when you should do it. And ultimately, you have that right to make that choice. As we're approaching cold and flu season, do you believe in in benefits of colds and flus as detoxifying? Me? Yeah. I haven't taken any medicine. I don't remember. I mean... But, but I mean, having a cold, for example, I mean, do you see a benefit in having a cold as a way of just kind of clearing the body of, of... Well, I know that theory. I don't know if it's so. However, you know, you will acquire whatever you are going to acquire. The issue is not do you catch the cold. The issue is do you heal it. Yes. That's the real issue. I mean, uh, I had something like that. Remember the SARS epidemic or whatever it was? Right. It was somewhere between anthrax and the invasion of the prairie dogs. Yeah. Well, I was speaking in Toronto in the height of that and uh, doing a little mini-evaluation up there on, on, on stage, a big projector, 
And I said, you see this? Uh, this woman has a frequency that I've identified as SARS. There were about 1,500 people in the room. Within five minutes, it was empty. So I have a flair for public relations, as you can see. But the point is, everybody catches everything. When I, when I finally figured out the frequency of this thing called SARS, it was, actually it was man-made. It is. It is, I know. Yes. And when I finally, I, I realized, well, I've had this, and everyone else has had it. People not on AIM have had it. Right. The ones who don't overcome it, I can find that imbalance, the frequency of that imbalance within them. Then I look underneath it and say, oh, there's this hereditary inactive lung cancer frequency, or this or that. They were so bereft, they were so vulnerable that anything would have served to do it. I mean, it's like the proverbial straw that broke the camel's back, you know? Now, if you're dumb enough, you're going to pile up that camel with so much straw, then you're going to add one more straw and it'll fall down with a broken back. Who amongst us is supposed to say, this, is a, this animal's worthless, you can't even carry this one lousy straw? That's what it comes down to. I love your analogies. You really make you really make it easy to understand so many different concepts. Detoxifying. We we have not we only have a couple more minutes left. I want to make sure we get your email address. I mean your um, website out there again. But talk just briefly about detoxifying because we do when we actually clear ourselves when we're actually starting to heal. Should we expect there to be some discomfort? Uh, I think there will be when you deal with these horrific your fundamental vulnerability because you're dealing with something that you were unable to resolve and now you are resolving it so it will things don't just vanish they come out you know if it's in the skin you're going to you're going to break it out it's going to come out and then go away be gone if it's in your lungs you're going to cough it up if it's in your urinary tract you're going to urinate if it's in your colon well you know where it's going to go uh, things come out and they come out physically and emotionally it's just like that story about Michael Beckwith about his nephew's cancer and the underlying unresolved bitterness. That's why everybody called up and said, why am I feeling so bitter? Not that we created bitterness. It's that it was now in their consciousness. And until that happens, you can't heal something. Exactly. Ignorance is not bliss. Yeah. Innocence is bliss. Ignorance is just kind of dumb. <laughs> What a wonderful way to end the show. That, I, that's a great closing statement. We need to give people this information because not only for your child but for yourself, um, the program um, has a rate for both families as well as individuals, but then for they have the Autism Scholarship, which you can call and ask about or go to their website, which is the uh, which is energeticmatrix.com, energeticmatrix.com, and the phone number again, Stephen? 877-500-3622. is EMCC. Thank you so much for being on my show today. What an it's honor. It's been a pleasure. It really went quickly. It did. It always seems to go when I, when, uh, it's something that I could just ask and ask and ask. And, and you have so many wonderful questions, so many answers, and so many ways of explaining things that help us all understand. I appreciate all your work on this. My pleasure, and I yours, and we'll talk again. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Betsy.
to contact Betsy or get more information, visit AutismOne.org. Tune in next Tuesday for another hour of education and conversation on Autism One, a conversation of hope with Betsy Hicks.